Welcome to the Pageantry Podcast. And today on the Pageantry Podcast, we are so excited to have Miss Rima Faki, Miss USA, with us on the phone today. How are you doing, Miss Rima? I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing excellent. Where in the world do we find you today? Today, I'm actually home. I'm, I'm very happy to say that I'm in New York City. And that has become home for you, yes? Yes, at the title holder apartment. Uh, right across the street from our wonderful Miss Universe office. So just a hop, skip, and a jump to work, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I know you've been everywhere this year. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about where you've been, what you've done, what are you looking forward to, emotions, the big night coming up, etc. And kind of jumping right into it, Miss USA, that's a big title. What has it meant to you? Honestly, so hard to. Uh explain in just one sentence or even in words, the way I explain it is the red carpet for the rest of my life because this is not just for one year. This is going to open doors for me for the rest of my life and that's the beauty of being part of the Miss Universe organization family. The funny thing is, I think about it, I'm almost done with my reign uh, about two and a half months and I just realized that I was Miss USA because it's like a dream come true. Has it exceeded your expectations? Oh, by so much. It's absolutely a lot more than many girls who compete for Miss USA really understand that this is something that is not just a title or a crown or the fact that you are Miss USA. It's, it's amazing. It's something that, you know, you, you're not going to really... I can't really explain it until you're actually in my shoes. It's, it's definitely a lifelong, you know, dream. And those are shoes that somebody hopefully is looking forward to fulfilling here come June um, 19th. Yes, exactly. And I'm a size 10, so good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't fit my feet into your Cinderella slippers, so I can't do that with you today. Um, you have traveled the globe as Miss USA. What are a few of the highlights? You know, I'm, I'm very honored and uh, proud to say that I've not only been all over the United States, but I've been to Africa. Um, I One of the highlights is going to Rwanda and being part of the Same Sky uh, Project and um, supporting and aiding women who have been through the genocide and want to do so much more for their families and meeting with President Paul Kagame, his wife and children. I mean, it's not only doing that, but I got to go to, uh, there's only two places in this world left where you can actually go see real life gorillas and I got to be able to do that. Um, I got to go to China, to Shanghai and host a opening of the USA Pavilion at the World Expo. Let's see, I've been to Qatar, <laughs> I've been to Egypt, and you know, I went to the Bahamas when Cami was crowned. Mm -hmm. And you know, and, and these are just international trips. But now, as Miss USA, I've, I've been able to do so much more here with Susan G. Coleman and with uh, Gilda's Club. Uh, like, are you smarter than a fifth grader? That was actually my very first trip to Los Angeles, and I got to go there to shoot Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? And um, something that I think a lot of uh, people might not expect the Miss USA to be part of, but I just finished shooting a reality show for t called Tough Enough. It's something that I was proud of because I think a lot of people out there don't know that Miss USA, that we are women who are not only, you know, beauty queens, but we're, we're smart and we're very tough. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, it's really been a trip. And outside of all the travel, the charity work, you kind of lead a glamorous life. You meet a lot of celebrities. Anybody impress you in particular? Oh, man, where do I start? Let's see. Uh, I got to be part of a, a film with Hugh Jackman. I was in Detroit for three weeks, and I was on set with uh, Steven Spielberg and his assistants with Sean Levy and Josh McGlaw. 
who shot Avatar and someone like myself who hopes to one day be in Hollywood doing movies, uh, it was a true, true, ex like, amazing experience to be, you know, on set in a real Hollywood future film. Um, I got to meet the Honorable Madeleine Albright in China. I got to go to the White House and get my own private tour. Uh, I got to meet uh, Russell Simmons. I've been doing a, a lot with Russell Simmons mm -hmm. recently. One of them is uh, being part of the GLAAD Awards, walking red carpets with Donald Trump. I uh, mean, meeting Brett Michaels and a lot of the Miss Universe contestants got to meet him as well. There's a whole uh, list. I don't know where to start, to be honest with you. Again, just glamorous. Oh, it's definitely glamorous. I mean, you know, it's not like you become Miss USA and you wear beautiful pageant dresses and your cute crown and you walk around waving. It's not like that. I mean, you're one day you're in, in jeans and a T-shirt standing in, uh, you know, a lunch line serving food to GHMC mm -hmm. uh Game Health Men's Crisis with Humana, Miss Universe. Uh, another day, you're in a beautiful red Christian Syrian dress and Christian Louboutin uh, shoes walking the red carpet and about a hundred paparazzi telling you, Rima, Rima, Miss USA, stop right there. Wait, look over here. And it's like, wow, they know your name. They know your titles. One day, you're Rima Faki. The next day, you're a celebrity and, uh, and also an ambassador. It's, it's quite an honor. And you've done a great job. And in, and in the beginning, you know, a lot of press was given to you, lots of time, really not worthy to be printed, but with concerns about people's religious affiliations. How have you embraced the challenges? Honestly, you know, a lot of people have asked me that question. Um, they wanted to know if uh, Miss Universe Organization and I have been able to uh, overcome all the pressure and the, and the media attention and, and, and the attack is what they call it. They call it an attack. I don't see that as an attack. Mm -hmm. I see what myself and, of course, uh, my organization have done is a great example not only for the world, I mean, not only for the United States, but for the world. Because, let's put it this way, in America, we all come in different colors and different races, different religions, and it was a good eye-opener for everyone to see that, yeah, you know, uh, Miss USA is Muslim, Miss USA uh, immigrated to this country, and she's Lebanese, but she's American. And to me, I was recently asked to testify, uh, you know, or asked to testify. I haven't, I haven't done it yet. But one thing they wanted to know is what I think about discrimination and racism in this country. And to be honest with you, I told them, you know, in any country there's going to be racism and discrimination. In the United States, I see the United States, in my eyes, uh, hopefully being exactly like the Miss Universe organization, like the Miss USA pageant, where you have beautiful 50 women, uh, all from different backgrounds, and, and there is no discrimination. We are all judged under what we're supposed to be judged, and that is, you know, educational background, how we present ourselves as women, as public figures, what we do in our community. Not, oh, what race are you? Where were you born? What do you think about, what God do you follow? That's, these are not their concerns, but the world should look at. Right, and again, most of it, Non-justified. Yeah. And a lot of, you know, a lot of people don't really realize how much charity work that you also do. You mentioned a couple of uh, opportunities earlier. Why do you feel yeah. charity work is so important to the Miss USA and the Miss Universe organization? Oh, it's very important because this is my own personal opinion. You know, I'm not going to give you the pageant answer of, oh, we should help everybody. And, you know, of course, Come on now. we should help everyone. You should always pay it forward. But here's the thing. Look at our young community, like our teens and our children nowadays. They watch TV, they might watch reality shows, and they might think it's cool to do things that are, you know, illegal and or inappropriate. 
But when you have someone like Miss USA, Miss Teen USA, or Miss Universe walking the red carpet, hanging out at concerts or celebrities with a lot of famous people, but then volunteering, uh, doing a 50-mile bike ride with Best Buddies with, uh, in, in Boston uh, with Tom Brady, you know, going to Susan G. Komen, uh, and New Balance in, uh, also in Boston and doing something with them for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Volunteering with Same Sky Bracelets in Rwanda, Africa. So everyone can see that doing something for others is not only important, but it's cool. You know what I mean? Because you're looking at teens nowadays and they don't see that it's so important and it's actually good for everyone to do something more than just look pretty and wear a nice dress. I agree wholeheartedly. That's what we always promote here at Pageantry. And obviously you're very passionate, especially when you're speaking. And, and you also talked about visiting our troops. What emotions went through you while visiting our troops? That's a very good point. I forgot to mention how important the USO is to our organization. And, um, you know, it's very important to visit the troops. And I had an experience in D.C. when I went to our uh, one of the veterans' hospitals. Um, you know, I, I got to meet soldiers who... Some of them don't have arms or legs, but they're still smiling, and they still want to go back out there to Iraq. Uh, they want to go back out where they got hurt and still battle for our freedom. And they're in this hospital, you know, some of them, you know, their families can't come see them, and they still have a smile on their face. To me, I wanted to take my sash off and put it across their chest because they're protecting us, and they do so much for us, the least we can do is come say hi, uh, tell them how much we, we support them and we honor them. And you, to be, you know, you're going to be shocked how much soldiers love Miss USA and uh, seeing Miss Teen USA come visit them. They, they, they thank us. It's like, thank you. It's like, no, 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 no. We're here to thank you. Like, I can imagine. Kind of on a lighter note, what was Super Bowl week like? Oh, man. Let me tell you my personal story. Um, I actually am a big football fan. I'm a big sports fan as it is, but uh, one thing that happened to me in Detroit, I, the Super Bowl was in Detroit back in 2006, I believe, or 2007, and I was uh, attending University of Michigan, and me and my best friend were trying to figure out, okay, we can't afford these really expensive tickets to go watch the Super Bowl. How can we get in? So we ended up uh, um, seeing an ad that they needed helpers. So we went in, a lot of people were, you know, uh, trying to get a job because the economy in Michigan was really bad. And we both got to be uh, a host in one of the VIP suites. She got the owners of the Steelers, and I got the celebrity suite where I got to meet, like, Puff Daddy and Magic Johnson, where I just briefly said hi to them, right? So I got to work. I got to see a little bit of the halftime and a little bit of the Super Bowl, but just being in that place meant a lot to me. Now... Let's take that on and forward over to 2011. I'm Miss USA. Not only am I part of the Super Bowl game where I got to, you know, be part of the Pepsi suite um, and have someone host me and watch the halftime and not have to put on a waitress outfit and wait 5 o'clock in the morning outside. But I also got to walk into Puff Daddy's suite with Cammy and watch the game with him as well. And this time he knew me by my first name. Where before I was like, can I get uh, two Diet Cokes with ice, please? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's, it's honestly, you know, you're right. It is a Cinderella story. But and you have come full circle. You know, it's wow. To me, I just, every day, I know this is, sounds kind of odd to you, but it's not, there's never a day that goes by, even if it was a day off, that I don't go, wow, look, look where I am today. Um, as Miss USA, 
doing so much, meeting so many people who are honored to meet me, because that sash means so much to everyone. And a year ago, I was working three part-time jobs trying to see if I can get you know, into law school. And it's, it's, it's such a transition. And let's take just a moment on the sports subject. WWE, tough enough. I admit you touched on it before, but are you tough enough? Let me tell you, am I tough enough? Yes, I believe that not only am, is Rima tough enough, but Miss USA girls are all tough enough. Because, believe it or not, it might be wrestling and it might be a reality show, but it has so much to do with what we do at the pageant, you know? <laughs> because here, here's what they told us. To be a WWE wrestler, you have to be able to have a great charisma. You have to be able to get the audience attention. You have to come out in the ring and sell yourself. And I'm like, oh my God, this is what Paula Sugar told us. <laughs> like, oh, I, I got this. The only thing that was different, of course, is having to wrestle and do a lot of different challenges that require your fitness techniques rather than wearing a cute bathing suit and walking in heels. <laughs> and were you smarter than a fifth grader? I believe I was. Uh, we raised a lot, a lot of money for Gilda's Club. I think it was about around fourteen thousand yeah. dollars. And uh, that's amazing. I was I was really nervous at first. Very nervous. I've never felt like this before. And it was funny because Miss Universe organization's PR department was with me, and they go, "Finally, we got to see you nervous," <laughs> because you know you have these like questions, and I'm always nervous during tests. But uh, after I got comfortable. And realized that this money is going to some a lot of people who are in need at Gilda's Club. I, I started doing really well. And as the face of Miss USA, who's been your greatest supporter this year? Who's held you up? Paula Sugar, our president, is not you know is not what a lot of people might assume you know like a president would be uh, running a company, but you hardly see them. She's been like my mother this year. And I'm going to try to answer this question without crying. Okay, so breathe. Take your um, time. But <laughs> she told me this when I won. She told me I would not be happy and I would consider myself as, uh, you know, like as if I failed if by the time you're done with this reign that you didn't feel like you grew as a woman. And to be honest with you, three months into my reign, I already felt like a whole new person. Mm -hmm. She made sure every day that we were well taken care of, uh, meaning, you know, our health. You know, we would go see nutritionists. Uh, if she saw that we looked sick, She'd get, make sure we had a day off. If she saw that we weren't being ourselves, something was bothering us, she would sit down and she would talk to us. She would go beyond what her job criteria really is and, and make sure that she's there not only as, as a boss, but as a friend and as a, as a mom figure, really. As a surrogate mother, that, that's, that's very interesting. And she doesn't have kids because she's got three whining ones. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 Technically, we, it, I mean, we're like her kids. She takes really good care of us. Yeah, and, and that's touching. And Paula has a big impact on everyone that she meets. And yeah. June 19th is coming up soon. It's going to be here before all of us know it. I know. I, you know, I had to start on my farewell letter this, this weekend, actually. Uh, just because I want to make sure that I get exactly what I want to say across. And um, even though I can write a book, I'm, I'm going to have to fit it into mm -hmm. one page. <laughs> what are you going to miss most? Oh, man, I'm going to miss the schedule that I get every evening telling me <laughs> what I'm doing the next day. Because after I'm done, who's going to tell me what to do? I'm going to be lost. Oh, my God, where do I go right now? <laughs> who's picking me up? What do I wear? Because <laughs> that schedule kept me in order. Honestly, I, even though... I, I'm going to miss the Miss Universe organization family. One thing that made me feel really good is the fact that Tara Connor was just here last week uh, 
Susie Casilla walks in, you know, Diana Mendoza just, you know, I'm like, okay, well, you know, this is going to be my family forever. Exactly. going to take care of me forever. So I'm going to miss that. Um, I'm going to miss wearing that sash. I mean, you don't understand, even though me, Cammy, and uh, Jimena always uh, try to, like, have fun. Like, we have this thing where we go activating Beauty Queen and, like, we put on our sashes. But it's, it's, that sash has so much meaning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yesterday I read a very important piece of information I want to share with everyone. The, the sash actually started uh, in the 1920s when women were trying to fight for the right to vote. They put banners across their chest that mm-hmm. says right to vote, and that's when sashes had, had started, and I'm like, wow, see, it, it has more meaning than I thought. Mm-hmm. What are you looking forward to most? Um, I'm looking forward to my life after Monsieur Say. Being known as a former Monsieur Say, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to uh, using everything that I've learned and everything that I've picked up throughout my year, mm-hmm. using it as a, as a secret weapon for the rest of my life. I mean, because I, I really think that June 19 doesn't mean that's my last day. I feel like that's just Miss Universe organization giving me wings, and now it's time for me to fly. <laughs> It'll never be a secret identity in Secret Life. We know who you are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is there any particular uh, individual, or group of individuals that you'd like to recognize? You know, besides, uh, I mentioned my Miss organization, I also would love to recognize my family. You know, my mom my dad who were supportive uh, of me every single day i was trying to keep up with my news uh, my brother and sisters who never thought that they would be such big pageant fans by the way they're probably on your website like every single day um i love that i like to hear that they fill me in on pageant news that i didn't even know um i would like to also recognize gilda's club and susan g Komen for not only seeing me as someone who can volunteer and help their organization, but as a representative and an ambassador to spread the word, you know, what breast uh, cancer and ovarian cancer awareness really means. And it's really tough to just pick one group, but also friends. I'd like to also recognize uh, Francine Lafrac, who is with Same Sky. Um, she's such a big fan and supporter of our organization, and she always tries to reach out and make sure that we do more with her, uh, with her organization. Okay. Honestly, it's so many people. That's <laughs> good. What can young ladies who aspire to the Miss USA crown learn from you? They have to learn one thing, and this is one thing that you're going to, hopefully whoever becomes Miss USA is going to realize or compete in Miss USA pageant. You have to be yourself. You have to find that confidence, that self-esteem, that you always say, uh, oh, yeah, I'm confident. That you really have to look deep within and realize that if you don't believe in yourself, if you're not truthful with yourself, then you can't be truthful with others. And once you're in the limelight, once you're under those cameras, the camera can see right through you. So you can't BS, if mm-hmm. in other words, you know what I mean? You can't say something because you think that's what people want to hear. You have to mean it. You have to really be yourself. and that's going to help you go such a long way. And if you feel like at one point, like you feel like you're looking at someone else and trying to compare yourself or you feel like someone else can beat you, that's how you know you need to work on that because you need to really believe that everyone comes in different shapes and colors and that you stand out. You have to stand out and be yourself. And I tell you, I've been so impressed after meeting you in Las Vegas last year when you captured the crown and seeing you grow and blossom into the young woman that you are today. It, it's been a pleasure. It's great to know that. 
Thank you, you know, so much. The, the support factors you have there with the Miss Universe organization, Paula, Chris, and everybody there, it's, been, it, 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 it's, it's always wonderful each year you know, to watch each of you grow and, and, and blossom as just wonderful young ladies. Um, any parting thoughts? Well, on that note, I wanna, I'm wondering how come Chris and Paula and so many uh, of the, our employees don't have uh, white hair already because they work night and day for us. But one thing also, I want to I thank everyone uh, for being so supportive and um, for uh, actually looking past all the media attention, like you said at the beginning, and realizing what I'm, I was trying to do as Miss USA. One more thing is when you win this title and you become Miss USA or any state title, you have to know that you're not just representing yourself. Every step that you take, you have to know that there's so many people out there all over the world that are following you. And make sure that you are always making the right decisions about what you really want and uh, not being pressured into anything. And I just want to say I love everybody, and I can't wait to see them all at Planet Hollywood. Um, I'm excited, and uh, I look forward to doing a lot more until I'm done. <laughs> and that date is when? June 19th, 2011. Network? NBC, baby. <laughs> there you go. We'll all be there with you. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. It's been my pleasure.